Live or love the Western lifestyle, then Wheeler's Western Outfitters in Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or Wheeler'sTX.com. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective. By relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com, hashtag GodInOurDogs on Instagram, and click follow on the God and Our Dogs Facebook page. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our vision on God and our dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie. On God and our dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. Our guest today is Judy Bragg. She is the owner and strategist with Bragg Resources, a consulting firm specializing in project management for financial and healthcare companies plus nonprofits. She is caring, determined, strategic, and I can attest to how encouraging she is. Best of all, she loves hanging out with her dog, and yes, cats too. Welcome, Judy. We are so happy to have you as our guest on God and Our Dogs. Thanks, Meg. I'm looking forward to talking about little dogs we have and little cats. Yes, well, you know... You have been talking to me about your dog and cats for a while. And it's so funny because when I started God and Our Dogs, people would say to me, well, Meg, are you going to talk about cats? And I'd say, no, that's somebody else's story. But the more we talked about it, the more I realized that I'd already written some things about my dogs and my cat, who's now no longer with us, Piper. I miss him. But he thought he was a dog. So the more we talked, I thought, well, we need to have a show where we talk about cats and dogs. So today's the day, Judy. Do you feel some pressure? I do feel a little pressure. <laughs> I feel a little pressure. Well, it'll be a fun conversation <laughs> for sure. Um, so tell us, first of all, you started out as a dog person. So you had dogs growing up, right? Yes, we had several dogs growing We were known in the, we, we got one dog when I was real little. I was in fourth grade. And uh, we got our dog named Happy, uh-huh. and he was a happy dog. Oh, that's cool. And then we adopted two other dogs. One was 
left in our front yard. And so he became part of the family. And then we had another dog that my brother found in a field. And mm-hmm. those were our dogs when I grew up. Yeah. So how did you become a cat person? Well, fast forward a number of years when I started my business, I needed an animal. My sister, everybody was like, you should get an animal. But a dog didn't really fit into my life because dogs, as we know, are a little more maintenance. You right. have to have walk them. And so somebody suggested I get a cat, but they said get two cats so that they can play together. So I ended up getting Boo and Chels. And so those were my first cats. Although the first years I had them, I treated them like dogs because I'd never had cats. I know the feeling. <laughs> That's how I treated my cat. Yeah, I had no cat memorabilia, nothing. I mean, until like a few years later, it's like, oh, I have cats here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, You know, did your, did your cats come when you called them because you treated them like a dog? Correct. I mean, yeah. our cats still come. I mean, I call mm-hmm. it come, I said, come here. You know, I was uh, calling Carrot Cake this morning and he walks over. So all of our cats, yeah, they, they come majority of the time unless they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, dogs do that. Too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I think people do that, too. I think that's just general nature. <laughs> I do. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So um, how did you end up having dogs and cats at the same time? Well, I got married about five years. It'll be five years in February. And my husband had a cat and a dog. So he had Polo and Gigi. We call her Princess Gigi because she's a princess. Mm-hmm. And I had a Bandit and I had Tiggy. So when we got married, we had a little blended family. Yes. And and interesting, you know, one of the things I had on my goal list is I always wanted a dog one day was I got older. I was waiting for the right, you know, right time to actually get one. So after Willie and I got married, I had my dog. Uh-huh. And now we have three cats. Well, we had three cats and a dog. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about Polo, your dog. Uh, Polo is Polo's a party boy. Like the doorbell rings and Polo's at the door. You tell him to sit, he doesn't sit. He's, you know, going towards the door. But he's he's very joyful. He's very fun. He likes to dance on his hind paws. Oh, my. Yeah, he, in fact, I brought you a little picture to show you that. But he's just so cute. And we tell everybody, you know, they come in the house, he's all over them. That, you know, a burglar would come in and he'd be like, here, come on over. Here's the china. Here's the silver. <laughs> Although we don't have any china or silver. But Polo would try to figure out a way. Idea. Yeah, we can, we can, you know, Polo's ready to have a little party with everybody. Yeah, he's yeah. a party boy. And what kind of dog is he? He is a, he's a rescue, but he's mm-hmm. a Cairn Terrier mix. And if you've ever seen the movie Holiday with Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. uh, the dog that's in the house that she stays in is very similar to Polo. And Polo acts very similar to that dog. It was a cute dog. I remember the movie. Yeah. Uh, very neat. Well, tell us about your current cats. It's our current cats. We have Gigi, as I mentioned. Gigi is, she's a sweetheart. And that was Willie's cat. And she's our cat now. But she has a couple little issues going on with her, and she's got some, we call her our special needs cat. So she has some nerve where you pet her and she gets kind of weird, her her skin kind of ruffles. Mm -hmm. And then we have Bandit and we have Carrot Cake. Mm -hmm. And so actually Carrot Cake, we had another one, Tiggy, I'd mentioned. He passed away a couple years ago, which was as you said, very, very sad. Mm -hmm. It it was actually just two years ago, Saturday. Yeah. So that memory always comes back. And so uh, Tiggy and Bandit were our first ones. And bringing them into the group was always a little challenge because Gigi didn't really like Tiggy. And then uh, after Tiggy passed, we waited about six months and we got Carrot Cake. 
Now, Tigger was an orange cat, and orange cats are lover cats. Mm-hmm. So I wanted another orange one, and we got carrot cake. And he's a sweetie, but he has a little side to him that's a little devilish uh-huh. and likes to pick on everybody and swat him. And so it's always fun to watch. And then Bandit is my just calm, easygoing. When Carrot Cake swaps, swipes at him, Bandit just ignores it. When Gigi swipes at him, Bandit just ignores it. So he's just my little laid back boy. Mm-hmm. So he, they're all sweethearts. But so now we have yours, mine, and ours. Yeah. So, so how did they end up blending? That's always, some days they blend and some days they don't blend. Most of the time they blend. It's interesting. I love when I can get a picture of them all in the same room together. You know, we have our front room set up for as a reading room. So we have cat trees by the windows. The cats will get there. But it's just, it's been a process. Them getting to know each other, hanging around, us being calm, uh, setting up little cat trees so they're close to each other when they're sitting down. Uh, So that's basically just being calm and getting them close to each other. They all have their spots and letting them have their spots, but yet understanding that. Like, there's still times that Gigi will be upset that carrot cake's in the room. Mm -hmm. The the ironic part about carrot cake, well, Gigi and carrot cake is when we had Tiggy, Gigi would chase Tigger and Tiggy would run away. Tiggy passed away. We get carrot cake. Well, now Carrot Cake chases Gigi, and Gigi runs away. So it's karma. Yeah, it is. It is. So how does Polo fit into the whole picture? Polo just sits and watches. He's, you know, he's not phased by anything. He he actually would like to be in with everybody. He likes to try to get close to Bandit, and he'll Bandit doesn't want it. Bandit will be close to him, but he doesn't want him too close to him Mm because, you know, Polo smells like a dog, and yeah, yeah, Bandit's not wild about that. Now, Gigi and Polo, because they grew up together, they would actually wrestle. So uh-huh. Gigi would jump and get on Polo, and Polo would wrestle back. So they they would actually play around like that. But Polo, he just, he's in the middle. He'll sit and, it's interesting now, Polo and Carrot will get on the ottoman together. So mm-hmm. Polo will be sitting up there, and then all of a sudden, Carrot Cake jumps up there yeah. and sits next to him. So do you see some trust that's developed over time between them? Definitely. Definitely, because, well, Gigi and Bandit and Polo have been together almost five years, and then Carrot Cake a year and a half. So there's definitely some trust, especially Carrot Cake is really, well, he's he's also a little social boy. He's into everything. And so he likes to hang out and be close to Polo and just kind of sit by him. And so does Gigi. And Bandit does it as distant, but there's definitely some trust. They don't, you know, hiss like they used to when we first got him. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, before we talk a little bit more about how you might see God in these cat and dog stories, I would love to tell you about our sponsor today, who is Wheeler's Western Outfitters. Wheeler's Western Outfitters has an amazing selection for anyone who ranches, own dogs, cattle, horses, participates in 4-H, or just enjoys feeding the deer. Find a full line of hats, boots, clothing for men, women, and kids, beautiful jewelry, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers, and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. They have great products and advice, plus they greet you with a smile and a helpful attitude. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10 in Bernie or wheelerstx.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. 
Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, and Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card treat. So go to our website, godinourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Godinourdogs.com Hi, this is Superintendent Tommy Price, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Well, we are back on God and Our Dogs with Judy Bragg, owner of Bragg Resources, specializing in project management for financial and healthcare companies, plus nonprofits. This is Meg Greer, your host. Before the break, Judy was telling us all about her blended family of a dog and three cats. So, Judy, you must have learned so many lessons from your dog and cats about God. The first one seems to me to be how they learned how to get along with one another. And it sure seems to me like we can see God in that. We definitely can see God in that. You know, Polo loves everybody. And I think a God, God loves everybody. And our cats, when they come, you know, when people come over to visit, they all are very friendly and they hang out with all of us. And even them getting together shows how, even though we can all be different and have different ways of doing things, that we can all still hang out together. And I, I think of God in that environment and sense of making that happen, being the, per, you know, being the person that's there to kind of bring people together and to be able to just make sure everybody's getting together, working mm-hmm. And uh, just having fun. Yeah. Learning to live together peacefully. Um, there's definitely a process with that, uh, with our dogs and cats, as well as learning how to live peacefully with God. Um, I just remember when we brought our black lab, Bell into our family, we already had a cat and a dog who had been together since they were very young. And so you didn't really have this assertiveness thing going on, but... I'll tell you what, Piper let Bell know pretty fast who was in charge. And um, I don't think Bell really cared. I mean, I think she kind of ignored it, but it was important to Piper. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's kind of a process to learn how to, to live together, isn't it? Right. Well, I think Bandit and Bandit and Pella, Bandit's like, you know, Pella, no, hey, I'm boss. You can hang out here. You can hang out by my mom. And I'm over here by, by my mom but I'm the boss. Gigi, she doesn't have to have the boss. She's just, well, Carrot's the boss over all of us right now. Yeah. As we, (laughs) that's how kittens and puppies are. (laughs) Yes. He's still young. So he's still uh, in that mode, but yeah, it it is, it's just getting along. And I think that that's so important in our world that we can all be different and the animals all have different personalities, but we can all still get along and respect that difference Mm -hmm. within each other. You know, that's a really important point about different personalities because Dogs have different personalities, too, if you're just a family with dogs. I'm sure our listeners can identify, because I have a feeling there are a lot of cat and dog owners, and there are a lot of dog owners that have multiple dogs. And whenever you introduce a new animal, yeah, there is that process of uh, learning how to, to get along. And I think it gives us, as the owners 
that view into, okay, what does God really think about this? Um, is our particular need or desire or want as important as everybody kind of getting together and right. compromising? Compromising, compromise. When we first got together, we got married. We had to keep our cats. We kept Bandit and Tigger separate from Gigi and Polo. Uh, our vet had given us some specific instructions on how to bring them together and we did that and it really worked uh, just because there are times you won't necessarily put them together you need to bring them in but yes it is i think it's important uh, for us just to realize that and you know with Gigi, we know that she has certain needs so we need to keep an eye on that even when she is around the other animals and bandit he's 13 he's elderly now and he you know he's got certain needs so understanding that in the mix with all the animals and treating them the way that they need to be treated, but yet we're all together. Well, and the other thing that sticks out in my mind in your stories that you've told is about how nice it is when they're all together peacefully and have their own little spot in the room and are just their being with you. That has a picture of Scripture, doesn't it? It does. It's, it goes back to Scripture uh, 46, uh, 10, which is, you know, be still and know that I am God. We actually take pictures those days in our house when uh-huh. everybody's in the room and it didn't happen for a while. And it's probably the last year where everybody, we've got Polo's got his bed. And like I said, in our front room is our room or our reading room. And all the animals have a little, little spot and we all sit in there and we're all in there peacefully. And it's just quiet. I, it just reminds me, it's just hanging out together, which is really, and no one's, you know, no one's fighting. No one's just calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm. And I, I think about that with God, you know, that's, us hanging out with God in that that same way. You know, he's in the room with us. Right. He's with us there. But yeah, it's just so peaceful. And I, I love it. It's my, I'm like, take a picture here. We've got to yeah. capture this. Yeah, Psalm 4610 really speaks to that. And many other Psalms and other places in the Bible talk about how God wants to be with us. Right. Yeah, that's just so, so important. And it gets back to that whole idea of abiding also that right. Jesus talked about. Um, and it's... Sometimes it's not easy to know how to abide, is it? No, it's not. Well, when your personality is more of a striver than a biter, I would always say, am I striving or am I abiding? Uh-huh. And because it is important to abide. And, you know, it, goes, it reminds me when I had uh, Boo and I, Boo and I, when I would do my studies at night or I'd be spending time with the Lord, and Boo would come and sit across my lap. And it was so peaceful. It was just so nice. And it made me, one time I was studying my Bible and doing some journaling, and it made me realize, it was like, wow, this is how God wants us. He wants us just to hang out with Him mm-hmm. and just to be with Him. We don't have to be doing anything. And it just, it was just this perfect picture of we don't have to strive. Here I was, you know, Boo was with me. I was there. We were all quietly spending time. I was spending time with the Lord. I was just abiding in Him. Mm-hmm. How do we make time from striving to abide? That's a good question. I think the first thing is you have to be aware you're striving. That's that's such a good point. Yeah. And sometimes when you're striving, it's hard to become aware because you're striving so much. But when you start stressing out, when you're, I think the stress level, when you're doing, when you're stressing, that that if you can figure out a trigger there to remember, okay, I'm stressing here. I need to go back and I need, I must be striving. I'm, do, I'm taking mm-hmm. it into my own hands. I'm doing it myself. I'm not turning it over to to God. Let him handle it for me. Yeah, I, I think about, you know, the popular kind of end stuff, you know, self-care and all that. Sounds a little touchy-feely. 
But stress has been proven over and over again to be so hard on our bodies. Oh, it's very hard. And um, I think there's a reason why God designed abiding. He wants to be with us, and that keeps that stress down and out of our lives if we're connecting with him, doesn't it? Right. It was interesting because yesterday I was having to make a decision on something, and I, I didn't have peace about it. And I remember I have this... I keep a lot of things written down. I actually have a to-do list in my phone where I have different prayers and scripture. And one of it, it came to my mind, okay, I was realizing, okay, I'm feeling anxious here, so I need to turn it over to the Lord. And it was interesting because one of the things I've written down is, okay, whenever you feel anxious, that's the time you turn it over. Okay, I'm not abiding, I'm striving. And also reminding myself that God's bigger than this decision I need to make. Mm -hmm. And if I go to him which is what I did. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm not sure the right answer here, but you do, you know the answer. So guide my steps, show me that. But I had to realize I was stressing out, which I learned, I've learned now how to do that. And and then I was able to turn it over to him. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I didn't, that turnaround time wasn't as quick. Yeah, It sometimes could take, I might stress for a day or two, and then I would go, oh yeah, you're supposed to turn it over to God. Because it doesn't happen automatically. And then once you do and you start walking in that mode, then your timeline of where you're stressing and turning in, when you're going into the strive mode and abiding, becomes less time. Mm -hmm. You can usually turn it around and give it to him a little bit quicker. And I think that's a really neat hint about how you use your phone to do that. That's been a relatively recent development. You know, the younger you are, you just think it's been around forever, but it really hasn't. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So using it as a tool. That's a positive thing instead of just something to scroll through and waste time about, you know. Yeah, I actually, um, one of the, like, so one of the apps I have is a to-do, and it has a whole folder on different prayers, different things. So, you know, I think about sometimes when we're on social media, we're spending a lot of time on social media, and it's like, why don't you flip over to that folder that you've got those prayers written in and kind of focus a little bit on that and spend some time. I mean, I have a folder on people I pray for. Mm-hmm. So why don't you pull up that folder and pray for those folks? And it makes you think, how much time am I spending on my social media accounts versus how much time I'm spending? You know, I need to think about, you know, there's people I know that are, I mean, have had some hard times this last year mm-hmm. and just kind of lifting them up to God, yeah. and turning them over to and- him. I guess you could even use scrolling through social media as a prayer list, too. Oh, definitely. You know, praying for the people you see on their post and maybe uh, seeing other people that you know that have commented. Or you can tell sometimes, uh, even if you don't know them, how they're responding, Right. Uh, what kind of comments they're making. Gosh, this person seems like they're hurting, too. Right. So that's part of abiding isn't it it is it's part of it's just being mm-hmm. in touch with the lord he's well, in us really... and we're in him and that's really i mean he's with us all the time mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. becoming aware of it yeah sometimes we're not aware and, and there's folks that have never been taught that i wasn't taught that growing up mm-hmm. that was a lesson Neither I learned. was i yeah yeah it was a lesson i learned a number of years ago and right. i look back at all the lessons he's taught me and i remember when he first brought that concept to me and how it's developed over the years and he's brought different people into my life to be able to grow that and make me understand it to where I am able to turn it around quicker. People and dogs and cats too. Mm -hmm. It's amazing the insights we can get just in the world around us. uh, It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody talking to you. It could be someone talking to you. Exactly. I can even when you're getting upset with that person at the grocery store in front of you. (laughs) Do you ever have that little 
calm down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just relax. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Not that I've ever done that before and gotten of course upset. Not. Never would I get upset with somebody in front of me at the grocery store. Yeah. But it's always, you know, that person's got things going on too and just being aware of it. That's right. So. That's right. Well, Judy Bragg, it's been so much fun to talk about cats and dogs. I'm really tickled that we we talked about cats and dogs, and I finally broke down and, <laughs> and did that. And I appreciate you being with us so much. Before we close, though, I'd like to ask you a little bit about one of the special ministries you're involved in. It sounds really neat. A couple of years ago, I met Rose, and she's with King's Compassion, and their focus is the elderly in San Antonio in the poorest zip code of San Antonio. And so what they do, I met her at a function and it just really struck me. And about six months later, we were looking at our money that we were donating and I was like, I talked to my husband, I said, I think I'd like to donate some money to this group. But what they do is they've got three pillars. They, like I said, they work with the elderly in the poorest zip code. And so the three pillars they go with is companionship to provide these folks companionship independence and dignity mm -hmm. and so yeah. so going through that you know they provide food they provide toiletries they do lawn care for them once a year they do an annual uh, going in and fixing up their house for them they do deliverables of donating you know whether they need adult diapers walkers so they do all different uh, aspects to help these elderly mm -hmm. and their ministry's really been growing it's great and it's been fun to watch but it's so needed because mm -hmm. these folks have no one yeah. so do they have a website if any of our listeners are interested in learning more about it they do it's kings k-i-n-g-s compassion.org awesome awesome well judy thank you so much again for being with us it's been a lot of fun and I'll just look forward to visiting again with you about your cats and dogs and seeing what's happening. Well, Maybe thanks. you'll add a dog next and not a cat. There you go. Thanks. So there, we just really appreciate and appreciate that I, I got to do the cat and dog inaugural yes. session here. Yes, you you are the inaugural event. There we go with, you know, little <laughs> carrot cake and little, you know, bandit and Gigi. And then That's, we've got Mr. Polo. Of course. Definitely. Party boy. Party Boy Polo Man. Well, before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Dogs can get along with cats just as I can get along with others who aren't just like me. Dogs and cats living in a family together get to know one another and learn to trust and end up transforming their relationships. I have God at my side who can teach me to trust those I don't have much in common with. Maybe I need to check in with God to ask him who he wants me to spend time with and grow to trust and transform with them. Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer. You've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at hashtag godandourdogs or on Facebook. Please join me again next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. Godandourdogs.com
live or love the Western lifestyle, then Wheeler's Western Outfitters and Bernie is your dream store. Hi, I'm Dale Garner. With 40,000 square feet, find a full line of hats, boots, trendy women's boutique, hunting gear, high-end horse trailers and feed for your dogs, horses, and livestock. We believe in quality products, honest advice, and friendly service. It is the Wheeler's way of life. That's Wheeler's Western Outfitters, IH10, and Bernie, or wheelerstx.com. 